The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah. It's level three. Are we having fun yet? We're kicking it. Man, don't tell me it's not the quickest 108 minutes of sports talk radio. And... You know, listen, not everyone's going to crank it out like we do, but we're kicking it six hours a day, six days a week. But, no, make that seven on Sundays. But the four hours flew by. We were on from 4 o'clock until uh, 8 o'clock Eastern today during the football games, and we will be every Sunday for the rest of the season as long as they have us. Um, With Holden Kushner, it was a fun time today. The picks weren't great. Um, Picks weren't great. Like, we, we went two and four on the show. We gave six in-game picks, but basically three of them were all like Aaron Rodgers related. And, God, that's the thing that bothered me the most. Who ruined your Sunday? That's who ruined my Sunday the most. Honestly, that's the one that got me. Like, if Aaron, I look at, I actually bet, like, a lot. Like, we all bet a lot. If you actually add up the money that you bet through the course of the day, you'd be surprised. You know what I mean, Matthias? Like, if you look, like, even if you, let's say you have 800 bucks in your account and you're rolling it over all day and stuff, if you look at your balance at the end of the day, you'll be like, oh, wow. I actually risked like $3,000 today, right? Like when you flip it over. So I risked a lot today. Like I had a lot of bets. Some of them I had like 400 bucks on. Some I had 200, some 75, some 100. You know what I mean? I was all over the place. Because um, I really didn't love anything. I sort of liked it. But I ended up losing a couple of hundred bucks. But I bet a lot. So when it's whatever, it's like, all right. And I mean, it was sort of like a waste of time. It was almost like a push to me, you know what I mean? But when I think about it, I would have basically, I would have been in the profit if I didn't lose by one point the total of the Ram game tonight. (laughs) And honestly, then I started thinking about, like, man, if you didn't jump in on Aaron Rodgers and double up, because I took Aaron Rodgers twice. I took Aaron Rodgers over 233 and out passing yards when they were down 17-0. And it was looking great. As soon as we took it, boom, he, he threw for like 69 more yards. We're going into the half. we got 100 yards. It's like, all right. You know what I mean? He'll throw for 130 yards in the second half easily. It'll take what, two drives, and we're going to have this bet. No, interception, interception. They take him out of the game, right? And New Orleans just keeps scoring. And I also took the Packers plus seven and a half. Like, if I eliminate those bets and the Rams game today, then you know what? I'm sitting here. I'm like, wow, I made 800 bucks today, right? It's a fine line. It's a fine line. But it's funny because, yeah, well, you know, we got all these haters. Oh, you must be He's upset. Yeah, do I look upset? Matthias, you know me. Well, you know me through the camera and the show here through my moods. And you know me off the air through my moods. You're glorious, well, we spoke today. before the show. Yeah, like when we spoke before the show, 
Yeah, exactly. Was I mean at all? No. Like, did you sense, like, oh, he's in a bad mood at all? No, right? Not at all. <laughs> it was a good day. The Bills didn't even, the Bills didn't even lose. They, you know, he had a great day. Imagine if no, they well, won. they did lose. I know, yeah, man, exactly. They would have won. Like, no, that's it. I'm not even, like I said, I'm not upset about the Bills lose. I'm not happy. I'm not like, oh, hey, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's one game, guys. It's called a season. It's not called the, the championship week one. <laughs> they don't give out awards for week one, people. Good or bad, I hate to tell you. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marantzi. Ah, am I really angry? No, I'd be lying. And anyone, if you tune into the show on a nightly basis, and I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. And we're kicking it live right now in San Diego and Los Angeles with the Mightier 1090. And, of course, we're throwing it down live, as always, Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks, the loudest station in the nation. We're kicking it. Um, so, yeah, listen, how did you guys do week one? You can respond on Twitter, at Sports Rage. Who ruined your day? We could have had a good day, but, like, I have higher expectations. I've actually been on a nice betting run over the last couple of months. Baseball's been good. College football's been good. CFL football's been good. Hell, the UFC. I don't bet, like, as many fights as I used to, but, you know, at the UFC, everything's been good. We've been building our bankroll. We've been flipping it over. Like, we've been in a good gambling mood. And like I said earlier, I never really got into a rhythm today, sort of like the players. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, here it is. You thought you, I thought I was prepared, and I was. I put my bets in, but I was up all night. I literally woke up like a couple of minutes before kickoff on the West Coast, and I'm like, oh god, the games are starting. And it was one of those deals. And I was like, did I get everything in? No, I did. All right, I did it. And and then it was the same thing. Then we came on live at four o'clock, and of course we had an issue. <laughs> so that threw me off right before the kickoff at four twenty-five for the games. That's another thing, too. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I use, I always have great Saturdays. Why? Because I don't have to worry about anything. I'm not on the air. I don't have, like, guests. I'm not taping anything. I'm not taping interviews. I'm not talking to people. I, I wake up on Saturday morning. I just bet on college football all day, and I just sit on the couch, and I don't worry about anything. You know, it's tough when you're doing shows. Like, guys, I'm doing seven hours of radio and TV today. Right, so it's, and you get your bets in. So imagine the stress of just getting bets in, and all you're doing a show, and then oh yeah, there was some weird sound issue. We went to like we had four guests on at once. It caused all kinds of chaos. We were working. There was like it was week one. There was a producer. I don't even know the guy's name. Type of deal. It was like, hey, how you doing? I don't even know these people. Like, hey, you're on. It was like it's one of those week one deals. But the show got you know it was a great show. Uh, we got rolling along, just like we're gonna get rolling along in the NFL. I'm on the Raiders tomorrow. Home dogs, Monday night football. 38 and 19 against the spread in the history of Monday night football in week one. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. We're throwing it down with the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The National Football League regular season has begun, but we haven't forgotten that we're in crunch time right now on the diamond. Let's bring in a man that won three championships with the Vancouver Canadians, a ball affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays, and a regular guest weekly with us right here on a late night anger management class. And we're going to do some cool things with the baseball playoffs too on in game live. Jason B. Takafin joins us. Jason, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm on fire right now. We got baseballs down the stretch. We got football just starting. Hockey's a few weeks away. Like this is one of the best times of year. So I know that you are a Houston Oiler uh, fan, but it didn't translate into the Houston Texans. So what do you do on NFL Sundays uh, right now? Do you have a, uh, a vested interest or, I do. or how, how do you, you know, what, what was your team now? So I didn't have a team for many years and I was perfectly happy about that. I did not get upset when the Titans, I transferred over to the Titans. I did not get upset in the uh, uh, Derek Mason uh, Super Bowl when they got stopped the one yard line. So I figured, okay, my love affair with the Oilers franchise is over. Then I moved to Vancouver, and I just fell in love with the Seahawks. Everything about them, the fans, the stadium, the energy. This is the Paul Holmgren uh, Hasselback Seahawks. Just an incredible atmosphere. And I've been, I guess, I've been a fan of theirs ever since. And I keep an eye on the Titans because they're still like your first love. Well, I, still well, I have to stop you just for a second, Jason, because you said Paul Holmgren. And I'm thinking, well, are you a Flyer fan too? You, what, you an old school Freudian slip there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, too many Holmgrims. Yeah, Mike Holmgrim. Uh, Mike Holmgren Seahawks. So, yeah, uh, that's a good catch. I, I still follow the Titans. I'm part of a few Facebook groups, part, part of a few Twitter groups. They're a sad franchise. Like, they just are. And today was obviously, like, a really sad day for them, uh, getting their lunch handed to them by the Cardinals. But it just wasn't a very good – it just wasn't a very good outing for them. Very good outing for the Seahawks. You know, it's funny. I move around a lot, and I've lived in a lot of different cities. And I've never changed, like, who – like, I grew up a Bills fan. I'm a Bills fan. Yeah. I grew up an Expo and a Dodger fan. You know, it was one of those – I was a big Dodger fan as a kid. But, um, you know, I, I, obviously I did the Expos, uh, post-game shows. But, so, you know, you, you go to city to cities, and I always seem to identify with whoever the crappiest team is in the city and whoever sells the least tickets. Like, when I was in New York, it was Brooklyn. It was the Brooklyn yeah. Nets. It was like, man, no, no, let's go to the Brooklyn Net game, man. And they're like, what are you, are you kidding me? They're terrible. And I love that team. And they had Atkinson and D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, and they made the playoffs, bro. Right? But the thing is, it's New York. And they were only getting like 12000 a game. And even though they made the playoffs, so they brought in Durant. They brought in Irving. And as soon as they did that, I was out. I'm like, you guys, that's not what I signed up for. I didn't sign up for an all-star team. I signed up because you guys were a gritty Brooklyn team. Right? Yeah. But it's funny, uh, in Vancouver, for me, it's the Whitecaps. Yeah. It's like, and the Lions. I just like their, you know, the gritty, you know, fight for fighting for survival and, and grinding. 
Um, all right, so Jason B. Takafin uh, with us. Well, we should go to a Seahawks game sometimes, or at least. But if not, then we'll start off. Let's go to Yaggers to watch a uh, we'll- Seahawks game. <laughs> <laughs> In 2026, we're allowed to cross the border. Maybe we'll go to a Seahawks game. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely start off by going to Yankees or someplace to watch one for sure. Uh, you, you can cross the borders. Just uh, get ready for the swab. Get ready for the swab. I've done it, actually. I've gotten my COVID. I'm already vaccinated, but to travel. You, you, flew, you flew, right? You flew to L.A.? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Back so this will be, we'd be driving to Seattle. No, no, we- you got to fly. You got you to fly. It's the way to go. Uh, so it's, it sounds crazy, but that's the deal. Like you fly over and you, you get in and out. You just take one test because it's within 72 hours. I've already yeah. considered all the That's angles. Right. <laughs> all right, Jason B. Takafin, uh with us. So, yeah, man, this baseball season has been off the hook. And I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, football has been here, college football. I'm a big Michigan fan. And what? how how much better does it get than Michigan winning and Ohio State losing on the same yeah. day? <laughs> like it was just one of those, big, hey, who sucks <laughs> now, huh? <laughs> just lost. He just won. Hey, we're 2-0. and We just beat that Pac-12 team, right? So like, it was just one of those good days. My Bills did lose, but what another crazy weekend of baseball. Like, yeah, like was- I don't even know where to start. Let's start off with Max Scherzer because I think he's just like 19th player in Major League Baseball history only to record 3,000 strikeouts. This guy, man, since he's gone to the Dodgers, like it's he's thrown 29 and two-third innings without allowing an earned run. Is 6-0. and in eight games, has a 0.88 earned run average since the trade, and now leads the major leagues with a 2.17 earned run average. This is the best trade deadline pickup in the history of sports. Yeah, it's it's to, to me, the standard is there's Fred McGriff in 93, and there's Manny Ramirez in 08. And Manny, I think, is higher just because he had something like a 1,200 OPS. Remember all those Manny Wood signs when he went to the Dodgers? I think that's the standard. But Scherzer, I think, I'm with you. And you throw in the fact that they don't have Kershaw. They don't have Bauer, obviously, for different reasons. And he's, like, leading the charge right now. They still have Walker Buehler. They have a ton of young arms, but they don't have their horses. And he's not only sort of filling in that role, but he is absolutely dominating. And he could backdoor into the Cy Young. I still think it's... Because he didn't sort of start off that hot and he played and, and he sort of was traded into a pennant race, I think he should be penalized. How does he not win? Now. Yeah. I think he doesn't win. So the two guys ahead of him for me would be Corbin Burns. And it's hard with Corbin Burns because he gets diluted with his own Brewers teammates, like with, with Peralta and Woodruff. But he just threw, uh, he was part of a no hitter where they just threw 14 Ks. And he, him, him, Scherzer, and, and, um, and Wheeler always kind of flip around as to who is leading the league in ERA, ERA plus uh, strikeouts over nine innings, walks over nine innings. Like whoever just gets the last start is leading the charge there. I still think, listen, I'm old school. Zach Wheeler has been a total horse. He's got a 6.9 war. He is literally a game and a half better than those other pitchers. The Phillies have needed him to be at an elite level. Nola hasn't pitched up to his standard. Eflin is hurt. Velasquez is hurt. They got Kyle Gibson, but it's the days that that Wheeler's not pitching that the Phillies stumble, and that's I hate saying it's not his fault, but it's not his fault. And the other players just have much better franchises and much better teams. Yeah, higher profile. Even though Philadelphia is a great sports city, just for the profile of it. Well, currently right now, and you know I placed a lot of baseball futures, um, uh, Jason, and most of them in a pretty sharp moment. Like I've got a couple that are like, wow, yeah, that's already basically won. I'm just waiting to cash out uh, right now. The Cy Young in the National League has not been one of them, right? So, no. and like the Cy, put them both of them. So I took Wheeler and Bueller, 
So I took Wheeler and I got Bueller both at like plus two or three plus three hundred and uh, plus two hundred or what plus three hundred each. Excuse me, plus three hundred each. As it is now, Max Scherzer is the favorite, plus one forty-five. Mm. Corbin Burns is the second choice now at plus two hundred. Walker Bueller is plus two twenty. Zach Wheeler has fallen all the way to ten to one right yeah. now. And I jumped on the Garrett Cole wagon in the American League, Jason, mm. and then he got hurt. But I don't know. And then Robbie Ray gave up a couple of runs the other night. And I know it was, this is fine-tooth comb stuff, but he didn't help his cause for the Cy Young. Like, if he, you know what I mean, the other night, the odds haven't moved. I saw Cole was thrown in the outfield. I don't know. You were talking about maybe the voters don't like Cole. They're going to hold it against him. They thought that maybe he was part of Houston. And not only did he, was part, he won with Houston and that he was probably using the sticky stuff. Yet he's still currently the favorite right now. Buck 40, Robbie Ray, plus 170. Lance Lynn, plus 320. Basically, I'm the kiss of death in the Cy Young. So if you're a pitcher <laughs> listening to the program, you don't want me to pick you. You'll either struggle or you'll get hurt, Jason. Yeah, I think Robbie Ray is interesting because he's had two starts in Baltimore this year where he hasn't even gotten out of the fifth inning. And he needs those empty calories. The AL East is hard enough. He needs to beat up on those minor league baseball teams that are major that in the major league baseball. And him struggling in Baltimore are great are wastes of great chances for him to pad his stats. He had that really weird exchange with the manager of the Orioles, Brandon Hyde. And that a lot of people like texted me and they said on Twitter like they hadn't seen that before. And one of the reasons why people hadn't seen that before is that Major Baseball stadiums are never this empty. You you rarely can hear That's everybody. Like, very clear in in my baseball, you actually hear managers very clearly in some of the emptier stadiums. In Major Baseball, there must have been maybe seven or eight hundred people there in Baltimore. That's not even including the suites and and in, in right field. So they're in the in the actual bowl, there's probably just a few hundred. It's really cool. If you're in the stands, and you listen, Jason, we're up against it. We'll hit this. Uh, we'll hit this on the other side. of more with Jason B. Hackafin on the late night anger management class. Bring it. Dispensing little pearls of sports strategy wisdom, like gumballs from the machine where your dad used to take you for. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The late night anger match for class continues. This is Sports Ridge. I am Renzi We're talking really fast in this football. Uh, back, I did not forget what we were talking about as we went into the break. And I remember this firsthand, and I used to talk to visiting players about it uh, with the Expos, uh, Jason. And they said it really threw them off. 
yeah. that they didn't like it. Basically, like it, it lulls you into a little bit of sleep. Like there's no one in the stadium. It's not the same. It's you put it this way, guys. It's hell of a lot easier to be alert when you've got 53,000 drunk people in the Bronx calling you, uh, you know, curse words and you get into it, you start talking back and it's fun and stuff. When the stadium is empty, it, it, they're not used to it. And then secondly, you can hear everything. And yeah. one player told me he doesn't like it. He goes, I'd rather get heckled by 50,000 people. He goes, I hate Montreal. He goes, I can hear everything people say to me. Hey, F you, O'Neal, and stuff like that, right? And, so what, and what, not finish your story about Robbie Ray here. Yeah, so it's it's really interesting because he got into a shouting match, or at the very least it was a one-way shouting match, of Brandon Hyde, the manager of the Orioles. And, again, a lot of people texted me, and I saw it on Twitter, like, people haven't seen that because it's a very minor league situation where you, because there's no fans in the stands, you're able to hear everything. The mic is able to pick up everything that Brandon Hyde was saying. And I'm with you. Most athletes and managers that I've spoken to talk about the adrenaline. They talk about the the energy, the unparalleled energy of playing in front of people, hearing that noise. And Gabe, remember a few years ago when Draymond Green complained about the New York Knicks not playing music during yeah. one of the quarters? That's and and he was. I agreed with him. He's like, look, you you you're used to a certain way to play, and then it throws you totally off your game. It throws you totally off what you're expecting to. Yeah, like the NBA guys is the opposite. I felt they, they want music when they have the ball, and you'll notice the opposite in the NBA, bro. In a lot of arenas, Jason, when the home team has the ball, they play music. Yeah. When the road team gets the ball, kill the music. Go to the silence. You hear the crowd more. Yeah. Right? There's a theory. Like you said, NBA players are in a flow, bro. It's like a ballet. They're dancing to the music while they dribble. Like, it's all part of the flow. You take that away, they hate it. <laughs> Absolutely. And also basketball, so basketball, in a way, it's like baseball where there is a monotony to it because you do the same thing, whatever it is, 150, 160 times a game. But – Robbie Ray, I think, could be hurt by – if the Blue Jays make the playoffs, Robbie Ray should be the Cy Young. He is right now the leader in the AL for war, which means he's win over replacement uh, value. He's the most valuable player in the American League right now, including Shohei Otani, uh, per baseball reference war. That is incredible. He is um, – he is go- he is doing Cy Young things when the Blue Jays need him the most. Obviously, this past Friday was not one of those outings, but he deserves a mulligan. The Blue Jays ended up winning the next three games in that series, anyways, and then some. They ended up putting up something like forty-five runs over the next three and a half over the next three games. So uh, they definitely redeemed themselves. But I think Cole could get punished because he has the uh, he has the Astros stench on him. I personally don't think he will, but it's very possible he does. I still think Cole has a chance to eke it out if he stays healthy because the Yankees had so many question marks in the rotation this year. Jordan Montgomery hadn't pitched in the American League. Jamison Tyon had, didn't pitch last year. Corey Kluber had two starts in the last two years. Domingo Herman, Luis Severino had their own issues. It was really up in the air, and the one constant was Garrett Cole pitching at a really, really elite level when they needed him the most. And let's not forget, he ran to New York. He wanted the pressure. He wanted the 325. Yeah. In that respect, Gabe, he's kind of like Carmelo Anthony, where he wanted that pressure. He he wanted to be under the spotlight. So I think it's between him and Ray, and it's a toss-up at this point. I, I would say either – I wouldn't be surprised with either of them. Jason B. Tackett, kick it with us. So the Toronto Blue Jays put up 44 runs over the last three games. Yeah. 44 runs. They're on a tear right now. I got to be honest. You had more confidence in than I did. It's yeah. been every week you keep saying, oh, you know, they're they're in this thing, they're in this thing. You know, and I've always been, listen, they have a chance for the wild card. 
but I quite frankly don't believe that they'll do the right thing at the right time. Like that when it yeah. really gets real, you know what I mean? It's okay. You're putting up 22 and 44 runs against Baltimore and stuff. It's good, but you got to give them credit. It's been a hell of a run. They played themselves as it is right now. If the playoffs started today, bro, the Blue Jays are in the playoffs if they started yeah. today. So let's give them credit for that. Not to mention they deserve a ton of credit for the fact that they've been playing on the road for the last two years. And they played. They only had a 500 record, guys, uh, in Florida and Buffalo. So you see how that hurt them. Big three games with the Rays now. Is it ever? Can they hold their own? What are you? you you're the GM. What do you want as the GM? Two or three if you're the Blue Jays, right? Realistically, let's take two or three, right? I, I would say you aim for two of three. If you get one of three, it's not the end of the world because you have seven against the Twins and three against Baltimore, but you can't get swept. You can't completely stunt yeah. your momentum. The Rays are much better than everybody, so it's not a Blue Jays thing. The Rays are much better than most than most teams, <laughs> every team major baseball. So but if you just if, if if you lose a series, that's okay. You still got some cupcakes down the road, and you can still not even win the wild card, but you can actually maybe even get the home game and get a couple days notice so you can set your rotation and make sure Robbie Ray is starting that one gamer. Oh, that place, uh, the Roger Center, would be a madhouse. It would be incredible. I Blue Jay fans got mad at me because the other day I called them chokers when they're losing on Friday. They lost Friday, and then Saturday I was just sort of that sports fan jackass on Twitter. These guys always just tease people. They never like you know what I mean. And I swear to God, they scored a million runs like ten minutes later, and I was happy. Blue Jay fans, hey, what do you think now? And I said, good. I want you to do. I do. I like the Blue Jays. I'm not a Blue Jay like. I don't, you know, I'm not a Blue Jay fan. But I lived in Toronto for like 12, 15 years or something like that. I'm a diehard Raptor fan. I got a lot, all my buddies are like, you know, I got a ton of buddies that are that are Blue Jay fans, et cetera. And I, I would like nothing better, Jason, than my Dodgers and the Blue Jays. I'd yeah. go to both stadiums. I'd go and fly it's, to Toronto. I'd go to Los Angeles. <laughs> it's it's an inc- it's an incredible fan base, uh, Blue Jays. And they, of course, are Kansas They are very team. passionate. They're, there's a passionate fan base, guys. If for, for people tuning in around America and around the world right now, if you're wondering about the Blue Jays, I live there. Guys, Toronto's like the third biggest city in North America. Yeah, like, it's New York, L.A., Toronto. It's it's the same thing almost, Jason, of, like, the – of of New York. Like, every second person, bro, has a Blue Jay hat on. Yeah. Like, but girls, older, old people, younger people, kids. Like, the Blue Jays are – they're a big-time organization, man. They draw, like, what, 35,000, 40,000 fans a game, like, on normal yeah. times. They still drew very well, and they had really high TV ratings, even when they were irrelevant, because they had, remember, from 94 on until about 2000, to the second half of 2015, they were very bad. It's not due to effort. They spent money on the Consecos and Troy Glouses and they, you know, BJ Ryan's like they tried, but it's just they were up at the, the revenue sharing hadn't kicked in the Blue Jays, the Red Sox. I and love Yankees that. So- well, we had more time, Jason, to talk about that, about the Blue Jays and like the approaches, because remember, so J.P. Ricciardi and man, J.P. Ricciardi hated me, bro. I was on the score. And uh, I used to be critical. <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> so it was funny once the Blue Jay players, I saw Frank Thomas in Las Vegas. And I'm like, oh my God, the big hurt. Uh, I'm living in Vegas. And the big hurt comes up to me, Jason. Word of no lie. I got goosebumps now. Comes up to me. He goes, yo, man. He goes, you're that dude, right? That was with the fat guy with the red hair, right? On TV in Toronto, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot believe Frank Thomas recognizes me. And he goes, man, 
we love you guys. He goes, he used to rip for Charlie. We used to laugh so hard. And then he starts telling me about how he goes, they used to have us on in the in the workout room and stuff during the day. Yeah. I said, what did you guys watch? I said, really, you watch? He goes, yeah, yeah. We had you on in like the gym in the workout room. And he goes, we thought you guys were funny because you'd rip everybody. And then he told me, plus you guys talked about gambling. So like right. they, they all like this. But I just want to say, though, you're right. The Blue Jays tried it all. They tried spending money. They tried the free agent route. They tried the young route. They tried different GMs. They tried aggressive managers, players managers, strict managers. They really did try a lot of different things along the way before they landed on this this, this Atkins uh, Shapiro regime, didn't they? I mean, look, yeah. all you know is they kept bringing back former managers all the time because they didn't know what to do. But that's also they needed Cito Gasson part two to put on sort of a happy face. And it's, yes, listen, yes. It's not- it's it's not their fault. I mean, if anything, Gibbons was also part two was there to put on a happy face. But I think that the second the wild card hadn't sort of you know shuffled. They hadn't gotten the second wild card. The revenue sharing hadn't kicked in, and the Blue Jays and the Yankees and Red Sox were just so hot. There was no room for error, and they were still getting to five hundred or a little bit around five hundred, and they just couldn't get anywhere. It was just impossible for them. And listen, a lot of teams were like that also. Is that where you they with revenue sharing hadn't kicked in properly, and they didn't really know what to do. Like, should I spend? Should I not spend? Should I just cheap it out? Well, that's should the I frustration. Spend? I don't want to cut you off, but we got yeah. about a minute and a half left. Let's talk midweek again because there's so much stuff going on. But that was the frustration in the Toronto market. The fact that the Toronto owner ownership group is so rich. Yeah. Like they are they literally are, I think, like the sixth or seventh biggest company in the world type of thing. So like like they're that big, or at least they're like the communications company. So you know what I mean? Like they're massive, massive company. So people just sort of, why don't you spend more? How come you don't win? You can outspend everybody. But as you stated, they did. Right, they yeah. have gone that route, and they're still paying off some of the contracts. And I tell you, I remember I was one of the jackasses in the media ripping them. Well, you guys don't want to pay David Price. You know, you got a good thing going. You're filling the stadium, and I'll give credit to the board of directors for Rogers, who said we're not giving two hundred million dollars to this guy. Yeah. I'd rather buy build fiber optic cables. And he said, said we're not. And now everyone laughs at David Price's contract. That revision is history, huh, Jason? No, totally. And you know what? Kudos to Rogers. They have seventeen million dollars in dead space this year with Tanner Roark and Troy Tulowitzki. Like that's their commitment, right? Like they're eating that money. That is dead money. That is not playing baseball for them, and they are eating it. And if the CBA stays as is, which is a whole other situation, I can see them spending more and building on. That. I agree. In baseball with guaranteed contracts, you got to get it right, I and they've think, gotten it. Right. I think we got to get out of here, but I think the fact the Raptors won motivated them they were like you know what we can't just sit here man and because they don't it's another ownership group the leafs and the raptors another ownership group and they'd like nothing better to stick it to, to the leafs and say hey we won now right and, and it's, a, it's a fascinating dynamic jason you're the best my man thanks a lot for taking SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Feel like you got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use Ship Same Day Delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asks them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash hi. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, oh, want to come with Ian Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Oh, yeah. Late Night Anger Management Class. Quickest 180 minutes of sports talk radio continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. I want to talk some college football. Um, but before we do, just a quick line check. If you're just joining us uh, right now, so the Baltimore uh, Ravens Monday Night Football against the Raiders. We know about all the injuries that the uh, the Ravens have suffered through the preseason and, and training camp, etc. Their, um, their running backs are completely depleted. The running back corps completely depleted. Of course, J.K. Dobbins, uh, they let Ingram go to the Texans, so Ingram's not there anymore. They were counting on J.K. Dobbins to be the um, the face of the, the, the ground attack. He gets hurt. Gus Edwards gets hurt. Justice Hill uh, gets hurt. So, like, basically their four-string running back is hurt. So their, their depth chart is thin. You know, Lamar Jackson, they only threw for like 177, 108 yards or whatever the hell it was last year. It was pathetic. Yeah, I think you know, Army throws for more. So they bring you, they draft Rashad Bateman, kid out of Minnesota. He gets hurt. All right, they sign Sammy Watkins. I like Sammy, but, you know, Marquise Brown is okay. You know, Mark Andrews is now basically the face of the offense along, you know, around Lamar, around Lamar Jackson. Uh, Tyson Williams is now number one on the depth chart. They did sign uh, Latavius Murray uh, as well. So you know, obviously the Ravens are better than the Raiders. I, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But we talked about it earlier. And home dogs on Monday Night Football in Week One, guys. They always cover. Like I didn't even know. I didn't even need to know the exact trend and numbers to see that. Oh wow, the. Um, you know, the number is 67% of the time. So Monday Night Football, the home dog. The home dog in week one. They kill it, right? Like, they kill it. And we can get in, if you're a trend guy, you know, playbook, uh, playbook.com, Mark Lawrence, you know, really dives into these numbers and stuff. But Monday Night Football, 
Week one, bad teams can win in week one. The Houston Texans are a bad team. They put up 37 points today. I know the Jags suck, but still, right? They were underdogs, the Texans. Man, that was a bad number. We told you guys. I wish I'd hammered that more. I'm taking the Raiders tomorrow. I already put 200 bucks on it. And I'll probably, you know, I'm going to end up with probably about a dime on the game when it's all said and done. I don't love the game, but I do like the Raiders. I got the Raiders a plus six. I got the Raiders a plus six. It was four and a half. I bought a point and a half. I paid um, minus 138 to do it only. I I did this on like, it's the second I heard that Gus Edwards was heard, I did it. Like literally. Like I I saw it come off the wire, Gus Edwards is hurt, and boom. I was like, this line's got to come down. But it really hasn't that much. You know what I mean? It's at four. Now there's word that Jacobs, Josh Jacobs can miss the game due to an illness. But I am on the Raiders. Tune in at 6 o'clock Eastern on these networks. and um, Or follow me on Twitter at Sports Rage. But I'm, I'll have a bunch of props. And one prop that I do like is the long field goal prop. So you bet on long field goals scored in a game. We hit it tonight in the Rams-Bears uh, game. And, um, you know, you got Tucker. The Raiders, doesn't matter who the kicker is. The Raiders, historically, for the last 50 years, have always tried insanely long field goals. It's indoors in that nice stadium and stuff. I would expect there'll be like a 48, uh, like a you know, 49, 50, 51 yarder. So quick, quick line check. I want to get into some college ball. Um, the New York Giants get four Thursday night. New York out Washington. All right, Washington minus four total, 42 and a half. Buffalo Bills are three and a half point favorites in Miami. Total 48. Miami won. Buffalo lost. Big AFC's tilt here. I'm a Bills fan, but I don't think they should be three and a half point favorites. The Denver Broncos are six-point favorites at Jacksonville. Totals 44. Houston Texans get 11.5 at Cleveland. Total 48. Raiders get six at the Steelers. I'm surprised there's a number there. Usually they wait until the team plays, but you can bet it now. Uh, Raiders get uh, six at Pittsburgh. Total also 48. This one I did bet. We told you if you're just joining us, but I already put my first bet in for week two. The New England Patriots are minus three and a half right now, favorites on the road in New York. The Jets really don't have a home field advantage. Like, yes, it's going to be sold out, and yes, it'll be loud and stuff, but Jet fans are kind of negative, like Met fans are. They expect the worst to happen. There'll be a bunch of Patriot fans. I did the show on a FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, at MetLife Stadium, every time the Patriots played, there was always a ton of Patriot fans there. And I believe in the Patriots more not to be 0-2 than the New York Jets. So it's 3.5. I think this number is going to go up. I bought the half point. I, I have the Patriots at minus 3 right now. That's the only bet I put in so far, besides the Raiders tomorrow. I'm talking about week two. Uh, the Saints are three-point favorites at the Panthers you know, I don't know. Like Saints aren't getting a lot of respect here, because just because the Panthers beat the Jets, so what? That's also a big game, man. The winner of that game, think the Panthers win, and they're two and zero. Total forty six there. San Francisco 49ers, three point favorites at Philadelphia. Seems light, doesn't it? Wow. Forty uh, ers minus three at Philadelphia. Total forty eight. Forty eight's a popular number. Matthias, your Falcons. Getting 13 and a half at Tampa. Before I get into college football, I'll ask you. I'll throw it to you. That was much worse than I expected, bro. And listen, it's one game. It's one game. But, man, that was that was bad today. That that was bad today. It was a collapse, Gabe. 
You know, Matt Ryan, same old red zone problems. The defense opened the floodgates. And I'm easily taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week in Tampa. <laughs> you got to lay the two touchdowns, huh? You're in. So, yeah, absolutely. They can't know, stop Brady. Are you kidding me? We all know that it's one of these deals. And I don't think Matt Ryan is like, no, don't send him to a retirement home. I think he can still play. You know what I mean? Like if a team needed, a good team needed a quarterback, maybe, you know what I mean? You bring him in. I get it. But Atlanta's got to start thinking about the future. Like if you're the Atlanta Falcons, ask yourself, are we ever going back to a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, Matthias? The answer, we know the answer to that, bro. Yes, we know the answer. Exactly. So what are we doing then, right? I know you paid him. You got to bite the bullet next year with the money. This year, I totally get it. It was too hard to bite the There was two years left on the deal, right? This year and next year. You couldn't do it. Next year, you got to figure it out. You got to trade him. There'll be a team. Someone will take Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you have to, you might eat some of the money. Arthur Blank could have done it this year, but he would have to eat $23 million. And I think he's loyal to Ryan and stuff. But if you're the Falcons, it's time to move forward, right? And start developing the future. So let's not judge the future of the Atlanta Falcons from what happened today, but we can judge this season from what we saw today. And, dude, we saw Matisse. They were terrible in the preseason. And not just judging their wins and losses, but there's not a lot to like from this program. And I was hoping for more, though. I thought we can do a little more with Arthur Smith and uh, and Matt Ryan together. That was just pathetic today. Six effing points. Come on, bro. And the Eagles' defense sucks. They know their secondary is terrible. Matt, Matt Ryan has been so inefficient in the red zone for so long, and it just happened again today. You know, the Falcons played an excellent first quarter, but not getting a touchdown in that first quarter pretty much hurt the team. They couldn't recover from that. And from there on out, the defenses started getting shredded up a little bit by a little bit to the point where the offense completely gave out. Philadelphia adjusted. They went to double coverage on Calvin Ridley, and then Atlanta had no answers. From there on forward, they had nothing. The Arizona Cardinals, four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Vikings, total 51. Cowboys get three in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Man, there's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans at that game. Uh, total 52-and-a-half. That's going to be a fun game. Uh, man, that's going to be a track meet. Give me the over 52-and-a-half. Give me the over touchdown passes, both quarterbacks. Tennessee Titans get six on the road at Seattle, total 52-and-a-half. Babano joined us earlier. He said he already bet the over that game. Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens, another good one. Uh, that's uh, Sunday night football. Chiefs minus two-and-a-half. Next Monday night football, Detroit Lions get ten-and-a-half against the pathetic Green Bay Packers. So as far as college football is concerned, the AP poll. AP poll, Alabama number one, Georgia number two, and people say, oh, this doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter. It doesn't matter, and it does. It's one of those deals because if you're already at the, like, put it this way, it matters right now if you're Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Oregon. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're in the playoffs right now. Like, suddenly it's like, whoa, hey, if we don't lose, we're in. It does help the voting. It does, like the poll. The polls aren't right when you talk about who's 23rd and 18th and stuff, but it does matter when you're one of the big boys. You want to be jockeying in the top all the time. So Alabama, number one, Georgia, number two, Oklahoma, number three, who have been a little shaky to start the year, Oklahoma. Oregon Ducks, number four. What a win for the Ducks. What a win for the Ducks. 
And Matisse, the Falcon fan, but he's also a Michigan fan, as am I. And what a win for the Michigan Wolverines. I don't care that Washington is struggling. I don't care that Washington and other wide receivers. I don't care about any of that. All I care about is now Michigan cracked the top 25. They're actually ranked 25th uh, right now. And they look good doing it, even though they lost Ronnie Bell. I tell you what, man, Michigan could be like, what is it, 5-0 and when they play Wisconsin. Uh, you know, Michigan, are they an 11-1 team? No. But they're a good football team. I like. I love what I saw. Great passion at the stadium, the big house. But Gabe, it felt like a bigger then, win than it actually was, right? Didn't it feel a little bigger than it actually was? Yes. No, no, because it's not about the opponent, though. You know what I mean? It wasn't about we weren't playing. Like, it didn't matter. Like, oh, it's Washington struggled. Put it this way, Matthias. If they would have lost, Harbaugh would be getting his ass torn apart right now, wouldn't he? Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, the Michigan lost to the team that lost to Montana. They won. Dude, doesn't matter. They won. They're 2-0. You know, and they get Northern Illinois this week. They're going to be 3-0. And then they get Rutgers. They're going to be 4-0. And then what? Then it's the, uh, excuse me, I think, and then it's the, uh, the, the Wisconsin game. And Wisconsin don't look like a great team this year. But as far as the Ducks are concerned, what a win. What an impressive win. How about the Pac-12? UCLA beats uh, LSU. And then and then the Ducks go on the road getting 14 and a half points. I didn't think they could do it. And I hate Ohio State, and I like the Ducks. And I didn't think they could do it. They did it. And now they control their own destiny. But if you're the Ducks, because look, they, you know, no one respects the Pac-12 nationally and stuff, but you can't screw them now. The Ducks are ranked fourth. If the Ducks run the table and win the Pac-12 and are undefeated and also have a win in Columbus in their back pocket, you can't keep them out of the playoffs. And FanDuel right now has the Ducks at 40-1, to guys. It's a great number because I'm seeing cheaper now. I'm seeing worse numbers elsewhere. 40-1 to to win the national championship, the Ducks. Now, I'm telling you right now, I am Gabriel Morenci, and I do not believe the Oregon Ducks are going to win the national championship. But I do believe they can make the playoffs. And in fact, look at their schedule. All they have to do is essentially beat UCLA in UCLA, win the Pac-12. They're going to win the Pac-12. They have the win against uh, Ohio State. They're going to make the playoffs. Then you have a 40-1 to hedge. Hedging is for gardeners, but man, when it's 40 to 1, sign me up. I'm Edward Scissorheads. The late night anger management class continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use Ship Same Day Delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asks them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash hi. Tomorrow night, nine o'clock, nine o'clock um, in Los Angeles and San Diego, mightier ten ninety, midnight Eastern, um, Sirius XM channel two oh four, and then of course all of our great AM radio affiliates kicking it with us, including the Armed Forces uh, Network, and of course shout out to all the troops on this the anniversary weekend, an emotional uh, emotional weekend, and I watched the uh, I think it's called Turning Point. It's called Turning Point. It's on Netflix. Man, it's chilling. It's on 9-11. And it's very, very in-depth and chilling and deep interviews with, with the people, survivors and families and and all sides of the, the story. Great stuff if, um, if you want to learn about 9-11 if you're younger and uh, you want to learn more about it. It's a great series. I think it's like a five or six part uh, special uh, on, on Netflix. So a shout out to all the troops out there. And shout out to uh, all the troops that played football. That was cool when everybody came out with the flags. But what did we tell you on Friday? We talk about it all the time. Man, I should have put more money on it. Hindsight, that's like one of those $4,000 games. <laughs> like When military academies play against each other, the games go under the number. They go under the number. What is it now? It's now uh, 40. Was it 38? No, it's now 39 and 8. Because it was 38 and 8. So it's now 39 and 8. We're moving it on 40. 39 and 8 to the under when military academies play each other in college football. All right, we're going to be on at 6 o'clock Eastern. Series XM Channel 204. Game time decisions. But I'm already on the Raiders plus the points. Other night you're on your own later. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. you got enough to do already? I do. That's why I use Ship Same Day Delivery to keep up with my busy life. They know the snacks I like down to the extra creamy in my peanut butter. I can get deliveries at home, on set, or even when I'm away on vacay. 
And my personal shopper, Amber, she's got my back. As in, she asked them to check the back if it's not on the shelf. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at ship.com slash high.